0: Stand with me, Sid, and stand with WABC as we honor those who protect and serve. ThinBlueLineUSA.com. Once again, use the code word SID.
1: Some days are down. Back here on the Bernie and Sid Show heard everywhere on the seventy seven WABC app, ladies and gentlemen. Download it, please. And right now, every Monday morning at seven forty, we put this time aside for a, a terrific journalist, a great guy. His name is Rich Lowry. He's the editor of the National Review. Let's bring him in. Good morning, Rich.
2: Hey, how's it going? Hey, now. Eh, you Congrats. know. Be Congrats worse. on the Rangers. What a what a game. I mean, and Congrats. to have five five game sevens in two days the NHL. Playoff hockey is just amazing. There are a few sports where you have a better build-up of tension and then a relief, which Madison Square Garden just went crazy. Yeah,
0: and I uh, like that yeah. text you sent. I know Bernie sent me a text right away. He was the first. I got a ton of text, but there <laughs> it was, 10.30 <laughs> last
2: night. Which I, I sent it so you could read it at 2 a.m. taking a leak.
0: <laughs> you know my that's schedule funny. as well as anybody, which that's very funny.
1: <laughs> so, Rich, uh, listen, of course... Uh, a lot of news out there, things happening, protesting in front of the Supreme Court justices, inflation, all this. But the uh, the biggest news, of course, was the massacre up in Buffalo by this this deranged uh, white supremacist, according to his uh, his social media uh, postings. Anyway, the uh, effort is on. The, the bodies are not even uh, cold yet, and the effort is on to politicize the whole thing. Witness. The well, I was going to call him the imbecile in chief, but I won't in front of you, Rich Lowry. I'll just say the president, (laughs) the president of the United States, is going to go to uh, Buffalo tomorrow. Uh, Whereas, uh, after the Walker Shaw tragedy, he never, barely even mentioned the name Walker Shaw. But he's going to go to Buffalo tomorrow, just like he went to Atlanta to exploit politically the Asian, uh, the, the killing in the Asian massage parlor. Anyway, he'll be there tomorrow. What do you make of all this politicization and the whole thing in general? Just go ahead. Take it. Take take, take off.
2: This is another another young man, disturbed or semi disturbed, a a loser and a hater and gets radicalized on the the Internet. Valorizes prior racist mass shooters, writes a huge manifesto that he hopes the next one will read. And and on it goes. And I mean, this is this is a problem. It's just you're not going to ban hate speech. Internet, as everyone says, and you're not going to have control laws that are so sweeping that they make it impossible for someone who's never committed a, a crime or, or been committed to a mental institution or anything to buy a gun. So it, it is a problem in the culture. culture. Um, you're a- absolutely right about the political disparity. It's uh, someone who's posted hateful left-wing things on the internet commits a terrible crime. It's a it's an 18-hour story. This will be, you know, a, a longer story, and it's horrific. I mean, it's just heartbreaking to read about these these good good folks who are going going to or working at a grocery store, just getting gunned down uh, by, by this uh, by this idiot and, and hater. So it's, a, it's another, another sad day.
0: Yeah, I mean, I said this morning that uh, as horrible as it sounds, whether I'm watching Joe and Meek on MSNBC or Berman on CNN. And uh, they almost seem giddy. Uh, I mean, I hate to say it. I really do. I'm sure they don't want people to die. But they, they beg for stuff like this, whether it's Roe versus Wade, that type of thing, this type of thing. They are so desperate, so desperate to make the right look bad and, and win elections come November that I believe, despite the as horrible as this thing was, that some of these folks can't wait to tell the story and especially, say, Rich, white Shooter. They love saying that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and, you know, the, the, they'll make everyone who uh, opposes uh, the open border uh, on the on the southern border or more immigration restrictions somehow morally responsible for this. Where, of course, no, no one supports shooting anyone for for anything. And so. it, it's obvious what an idiot this guy was on top of everything, that if you're anti-immigrant and think we're, you know, suffering the great replacement theory, why go and African-Americans? I mean, I'm sure some of those people have families that go back further than the McGurks, than the Rosenbergs, and the Lowers. You know, these are uh, these are not immigrants. Um, most of them um, not shoot should shoot anyone. So, yeah, it's it's going to be exploited to the the hilt, uh, and it was a, a devastating day for Buffalo and the country.
1: Really, really devastating. A lot more to come on this, folks. Uh, well, I mean, as as Rich points out, it's going to be. Uh, Instead of an 18-hour story, it's going to be a, a weeks-long, if not months-long story. But the other story out there, of course, Rich, is the uh, all the protests in front of the various Supreme Court justices, the conservatives on the bench, who, who ostensibly are going to vote against, to, to overturn Roe v.ersus Wade. And uh, it's against the law to do what they're doing. And I saw Mark Levin last night, and he pointed accurately out that it's the president's duty to faithfully execute the law. And if he doesn't enforce this law, he can be impeached. Uh, It's not free speech, he points out, to intimidate justices. And it sounds all rational to me, what he's saying. What do you say, Rich Lowry?
2: It's definitely against the law. That There's no way these people should be getting anywhere near the houses of these justices and those that do should be prosecuted it's a it's a federal offense and one that's totally understandable the the reason for it is you don't want a judicial proceeding affected by intimidation tactics we wouldn't tolerate it you know, if there's some mafia Don who is on trial who is sending people to intimidate a judge at his or her home, and it shouldn't be tolerated here. I have to say that the latest, the, the one uh, last week at Amy Komen, Coney Barrett's house, was ridiculous. It had like a half a dozen people dressed in these handmade costumes. And one of them was explained to a reporter that Barrett wants to overturn Roe because she's an adoptive mother and has no idea what it is to bring a baby to term, which she yeah. she adopted two kids and gave birth to five. So it gives you right. the, the intellectual level of these people.
0: Hey, let's get to some of these primary elections coming up tomorrow. North Carolina, Indiana, Kentucky, Oregon. And the one a lot of us is watching is uh, Pennsylvania because, Dr. Oz, it's a star-studded event, actually, with Dr. Oz. Uh, we like Dr. Oz. Me and Bernie have been on this show many, many, many times. In fact, I was at the Katsimatidis' lunch when he announced he was running for Senate months and months ago. But a lot of folks on the right have come out the last couple of days. They are not big fans of Dr. Oz. How does Rich Lowry feel about Dr. Oz and that Pennsylvania race?
2: Well, it's a fascinating race uh, on the, the Senate side. And you've had the unexpected rise of this African-American woman, Kathy Barnett, who has an amazing story on a abortion, her mother raped, age 11, just heartbreaking, get, uh, carried Kathy to term. And she speaks really powerful about, powerfully about that, which is one reason she's been surging. But there's just a lot we don't know about her. I think it'd be a huge risk to nominate her. Um, I prefer Oz or McCormick to her. And between Oz and McCormick, um, I, I favor McCormick, who I think would be, from my point of view, a little more reliable in the Senate. But um, but you know, it's a bit of a, a toss-up. The problem Oz has—he's had a lot of socially li- liberal statements over the years that his opponents have used to to hammer him. So even if even though he has Trump's endorsement, that that race is a toss-up and really too close to call. Uh,
1: which is very true. But uh, the guy he's replacing, this guy Toomey, not exactly a hardcore uh, right conservative guy, sort of a, a moderate. So I don't know, Rich. Uh, that might help Oz, might not help Oz. But either way, let's move on. If, if you don't mind, you wrote you you signed on to a terrific, and I just read it last night. A terrific, terrific piece about the crisis of self doubt, America's crisis of self doubt. I mean, it was incredible. It was it's been signed by people like Dan Crenshaw, Andrew McCarthy, Carl Rove, Doug Ducey, Ayana Ayana Ali, I think is her name. If I'm not pronounc- mispronouncing it, Rich, tell us about this uh, piece that you signed on to because. Again, it is absolutely phenomenal.
2: Yeah, we've talked about this before. We have a, a country that is lying about itself. That that has a, a left that wants us to lie about ourselves and tear us down and rip away at our, our history. And this is a statement pushing back against that. Just saying, no, our institutions aren't shot through with systemic racism. No, we didn't get rich by exploiting other people, and we, we need to defend our defend our country from from all comers and we love her and are devoted to her so uh, i was proud to be part of it what's
0: going on with uh trump uh, ted cruz i saw the other day was um kind of took a shot at trump about the folks that pray to the altar of donald trump but so what's going on here i know that uh, we've talked about ron desantis as a legitimate uh, big-time candidate out of florida the last couple of months me and bernie everybody knows that but uh, where is donald trump these days
2: Well, I mean, it's likely, as you guys know, that he's going to run again. And if he again, it seems likely he's going to win the nomination. If you're Ted Cruz or any other Republican with national ambitions, you don't want that to happen. It's it's, it's likely you're you're not even going to run if he runs. And even if you do run, it's it's a gauntlet, you know, and you're risking the destruction of your reputation and having some um, nickname applied to you that that you don't want to. So but but, you know, it's all it's all waiting and seeing. And th- this is the thing people talk about most, I think, uh, private conversations in Republican politics. Is he or isn't he? No one really knows. He's obviously telling everyone he is. But, it, you know, be his decision at the end of the day. And he can afford to wait. You know, he 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 can start a campaign in an hour <laughs> if he says says he's going. So uh, but, but I think it'll be this way, you know, for the next year, year and a half. Everyone's just waiting.
1: Yeah, we're going to see what happens. Uh, I think he's going to run. But either way, Rich Lowry from the National Review. Rich, let's go back to the Buffalo shooting. Uh, CNN, uh, shots fired. They're attacking Fox News. They're blaming Fox News and the rhetoric coming from, say, one Tucker Carlson for this uh, shooting up in Buffalo, uh, the white supremacy or whatever it is. They're calling it white replacement uh, theory. Uh, is that what it is? What is it called? The white replacement theory? That, that's exactly right? it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, so, uh, what do you make of that attack well, from mean, CNN on Fox?
2: Th- this guy, Tucker, showed up in almost every story about this. It, the, there's no indication that the shooter, Tucker Carlson, or was inspired by Carlson. Tucker Carlson never says anything that would lead you, as a sane person, to go shoot people. So, I think that's a, a smear. I just think it's a, it's important for those of us who oppose illegal immigration and want stricter immigration laws always to be clear. We don't. Uh, Oppose immigrants as such. You know, we, we oppose these rules. But my attitude is, once you know, with the exception of illegal immigration, which is a different case, obviously. But once you're in the country, you're part of us, and us is not white people. Us is Americans, and um, the, nope. I, I think we always got to be clear that that's that's the foundation of what we believe.
0: Rich, uh, you're always great. This is why 7.40 every Monday morning. This slot is yours and will be forever because we love you. So thank you for another uh, great appearance. It. Have a great go, week. Go
2: get, go get the Hurricanes.
0: All right. <laughs> Wednesday night, game one. Rich Lowry talking about the Rangers and the Carolina Hurricanes. That second-round series again gets going on Wednesday night. one eight hundred eight four eight 848 wabc one eight hundred eight four eight Two great guests still to come. The great one himself, Mark Levin coming up at eight forty, and legendary WFAN talk show host Joe Beningo coming up at nine twenty five. Monday edition of Bernie and Sid, keep it right here.